Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to Never Heard of It, a Night Shift Radio original. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review if you're so inclined. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. So this is a first. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, this is a first. So for those of you guys listening, um, you're going to hear a voice. Oh, hi. And you're going to be like, I I probably recognize that voice, but you're going to be waiting for another voice and that voice is never going to come sad to say at least not not in today's episode uh but yeah yeah so uh um uh, we've got a special this is the first time we've ever done a special guest co-host uh to the show we've brought on none other than casey ryan from the super pod hero cast and where no mom has gone before i got the title right this time i am a star trek fan and i know the saying uh-huh. but i swear to god the minute i'm like okay say the title all the words just like jumble into a mess of like moms don't know where to go and i'm like i, I just it's just that'll be the sp- that'll be the review of our podcast podcast moms don't know where to go that'll totally work hi everybody <laughs> Hi. So, uh, uh, yeah, so you guys are probably wondering where where Caleb is. So, uh, the last I saw Caleb, uh, he had a black hood thrown uh, over him, and he was thrown into the back of a van. I could only assume he has been sent to uh, save the world from an impending apocalypse. That is. I think you said that he also was yelling, "If you're not taking me to the Bat Cave, take this fucking bag off my head." It, it's true. Uh, that was it was <laughs> echoing uh, from his voice. So I, I, you know, I can only assume that that's what he's doing. And you know what? Uh, uh, he he's the right person for the job. He is. He yeah. can, if anyone can save us. It's Caleb. It's it's Caleb Coy. That's that's a <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so that being said, hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm your host, Michael Fight. I am your guest host, Casey, not Caleb Coy, Ryan. I had to continue his tradition. <laughs> if it were the, if it were the theme, that was good. Yeah. Um, so we are continuing on our month of uh, apocalypse-themed movies because why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Feels apropos. Uh, yeah, and, but this time, so we are continuing on with the theme of of apocalypse from space. But this time, it is not a hurtling rock, uh, which is good. We did two movies in a row that was a rock coming to space or coming from space to kill us. This yeah. time. Not so much. Not so much this time. It's the sun. <laughs> it's the sun. I mean, if anything's going to kill us that isn't of our own doing, it's probably going to be the sun. You know, the science doesn't really add up on that, but that's okay. It's, it's a movie. If the sun yeah. started hurtling towards us, we would start going away from it because gravitational right. pulls. and right. I mean, like maybe millions and billions of years from now, I, I don't know, it'll explode and, you know, then we'll have to deal with that. But who knows? I, don't I know. totally thought that's what happened, like that they knew the sun was going to explode and it had already set off. And that's why uh, Yellow kept saying an hour and a half, like, oh, they know the shockwave's going to hit. But then at the end, there's the sun. And I was just like, okay, the math doesn't check out on this, but okay. So so it's kind of funny. This is one of the movies that I feel like it it kind of goes two different ways. I feel like reading the description is super important before you watch the movie to understand the setting. Mm -hmm. Or if you were to go in without a description, I feel like you would see this movie completely different. Yeah. I... 
I, I watched it with both mindsets, and I feel like if you didn't read the synopsis, you would think that she was going to murder those people. A hundred percent. I thought this was like very, uh, like, what was the movie? I think it was called The Last Supper, where yep. they invited all the bad people over and killed them, and then Ron Perlman came, and they were like, oh, I what? And he's like a, he's like a straight-up Nazi, but they were like... I don't know if we should kill this guy. It was really fucked up. Was that was a great movie. movie. That was yeah. a great movie. And, you know, Ron Perlman continuing the theme from uh, Don't Look Up. <laughs> Poor guy. Which is so funny because he's so very, like, he's such a liberal, like, progressive, anti-Nazi person. He just always ends up playing Nazi. I think it's just his look. He's got that grizzled yeah. Republican look to him. I Poor know. guy. I, I'm pretty sure his wife is is uh, non-white. I think, I think no. his wife, or at least was... Um, uh, a person of a, color. A person of color. I'm okay. pretty sure she was black, but I'm not sure exactly. But I'm I'm almost positive. But that's something I I don't know of. Uh, wild, wild. So when you asked me to to do this, and I looked at the title, Apocalypse a Go Go, I went, Oh God, no! It's Spaghetti Man all over again. <laughs> but spoilers for the end. I kind of like this. I kind of like this movie, and this is a low, low. I mean, this is micro budget film. It was like well, five it's, grand. It's also the uh, oh, what's the director's name? I forgot her name. Uh, Savannah uh, Savannah Gizelson Gizelson yeah, Gizelson Gizelson whatever yeah. it is. This is like her first big movie. Yeah, a big in air quotes because of the micro budget, but she'd done like a short, and I was like, okay, I see pretend like she's on my radar now as yeah. a future. Uh, up and coming director. I thought she did a great job, especially being like the lead of it at the same time. That was right. super ambitious. And I think she nailed it. There's, there's a lot of continuity problems. People's sweatshirts come on and off throughout the movie, stuff like that. Yeah. I forgave it all. Cause I'm like, dude, it's your first time and you're I mean, on screen. Right. With with such a small budget, like that's where a script supervisor would come in. But mm -hmm. like small budget films, you often can't afford one and the director sure. has to kind of do it themselves. And you just there's so many more important things than worrying about like how much liquid was in my cup when <laughs> in this scene versus the next, you know. I'm pretty sure there was no liquid in their cups at any time. <laughs> at any time. I think they were fakey fake the whole time, and that's fine. Like yeah. that's a nightmare to try and, you know, oh, I ran out of liquid, hang on, we gotta cut, you know, just Fake it the whole time, especially. Yeah. As, it feels like this was someone's house, like one of the, like it's a paranormal activity thing, like it's the director's yeah. house or the producer's house kind of thing. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, and it, you know, it's funny. So a a couple of films ago, you guys remember we did um, attached paranormal, um, which is another <laughs> example of one of those movies where it's uh, writer, director, star. Um, and producer like the, you know, it, it was the guy, I forgot what his name was, but he, he did the whole thing himself. And, uh, you know, we criticized him for it because it was very clear that this was one of those movies that this person wrote internalized in on themselves, like, like, you know, he very much isolated all of everything mm -hmm. and then went and put it out, you know, put it out into the world without like ever running it by people or, you're like maybe altering it and stuff like that. And this uh, has a bit more of a crew than that film did. Um, you know, there's a lot of people cited as producers, whereas that film, he literally was cited as everything like director, producer, writer, star, oh God, like no. editor, like everything. And, and this one, it's clear that Savannah did run this by people. And mm -hmm. you can tell though, and you can tell because like, even though she's directing, writing and starring in, you can tell that it wasn't so self-contained that there, you know, that you saw that it was very open for feedback. Like, I feel like things changed because other people may have stepped in. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And like, I just, I love the vision. Like, there's another movie that just came out that's end of the world. So let's kill ourselves type movie. Um, Silent Night starring Kira Knightley, who yeah, apparently is on a apocalypse uh, kick with uh, seeking a friend for the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, and that Great I movie, got, I got vibes from both of those in this movie. Like, yes, like there's a part in seeking a friend for the end of the world where like she goes off on her own and she makes a huge mistake with who she goes to. And it's very clear that, Yellow is a huge mistake in this uh, friend group. Like at the beginning, I'm like, oh, he's going to be the fun. Like, you know, he's a he's a dirty word now, but the TJ Miller of the movie, like saying right. crazy stuff the whole time. And probably 20 minutes into the film, I'm like, 
he can leave at any time. Yes. Oh my god. I don't think I I don't think I've hated a character oh, man. as much and, and like the worst part about it is that like I didn't hate him because like you know, obviously he's written to be hate and you know, we'll get into the whole deal. Mm-hmm. But like I hated him because I was like, I fucking know people like this. I hate people like this. And, and like, it's obvious this guy, guy knows somebody too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's oh, not, God. I don't think it's obviously, this is, you know, this is uh, a John Walker, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't hate the actor. The actor no. did a phenomenal job of yeah, pushing all off. the buttons. I hate the character the <laughs> so character much. terrible, yeah. Uh, so, so the description of this film, uh, as it reads on IMDb, is, on the night of a solar flare predicted to destroy the Earth, five strangers with nowhere to go and no one to be with gather in one house for an apocalypse party. Now, there's a couple of different things about this description. One, the idea of, on the night of a solar flare, pred- uh, flare predicted to destroy the Earth is not something explicitly told in the movie from the get-go like it's yeah. kind of you kind of learn you, you get the the idea as the film progresses but it's not like you know in don't look up where it's not the very first thing that happens uh the film we did last week in asteroid you know uh it's it's you know the the news reports in the beginning like nasa's made a very big discovery and blah blah, blah. like there is no real like big you know sort of Hey, the world's ending, and this is exactly how it's happening. It's sort of like something is bad. I can sense it, and you eventually kind of get the feel that it's going down. I think the most you get is her um, flyers that she puts up. Don't they say apocalypse party? They do, and they so, have a giant picture of like the sun or something. Like, well, it's blue, oh, I but that. there's like okay. a sun or something. I okay. think that's what the big picture in the middle is. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. And then so the other part is uh, strangers with nowhere to go and no one to be with is also. Yes, but I don't know. I I think I like the idea. So so the the premise is the host of this party. And I do actually like uh, I actually think this is this is the one thing I would change in this movie. And we'll get to that later is the fact that nobody has names. I like that. I do. And I know what you're going to change. I wish they hadn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So the host of our party, who is played by uh, Savannah uh, Gisselson, um, the the uh, writer and director of this movie, uh, the the film starts off with her prepping the house for a party. Now, uh, you know, you mentioned um, uh, seeking a friend for the end of the world, which I love. Steve Carell, great, great movie. That mm-hmm. was actually uh, one of the possibles for this month. Okay. Um, was going to be for that one, but I thought uh, I wanted to kind of. Uh, don't look up was kind of happened, and I was like, we gotta hit don't look up, and then right. everything kind of fell into place because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but so that movie is like what it's like for like a Gen X boomer end of the world, whereas this is like <laughs> very much uh, I would say millennial, but it's not even millennial anymore. It's like Gen Y. What, what's after millennial? What's after I us? Don't. I forgot Gen Y. <sighs> Zoomers, I guess. Zoomers, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. This would be very much like a Zoomer apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is this is what would happen if the cast of girls had an episode where the <laughs> where the world was ending. Like, this is what it felt like to me. God, why was that so accurate? <laughs> I mean, I've never watched girls, but I I'm right there with it. I'm like, yeah, that's it. I, absolutely it. This is actually, and and that is that is not a knock on either of those things. No, uh, no. I, I wasn't really a fan of girls, but I didn't hate it. But I was just like, this this is a show. This is not for me. Like mm-hmm. this is a show not for me. Just as like when I watched Sex in the City the first time, I was like, oh, this isn't for me. I understand. <laughs> like I know who this is for. Mm-hmm. It's not me, but I totally get it. Like great, great. You have your you know that you know whatever has a show. Great. Yeah. Um and uh, cuz it's just so limited like four white women never have shows for them. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> finally they get the voice. It's, it's it was important. <laughs> white people um, finally have a voice in media. <laughs> Especially rich ones. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so it, it very much is like she's planning for a cool party and mm-hmm. when the movie starts and it's like I'm planning for an apocalypse party that's kind of like, ah, haha, that's funny. You know, like if you don't know that she is actually planning for an apocalypse, you're just like, oh, that's a cute theme for a party. Like yeah. that's, you know, I feel like that's the type of party people were throwing in in like late 2020, you know, <laughs> when when like coronavirus was at the height and people are like, 
I don't know, let's throw a Zoom party. It's the apocalypse party because the world's ending. So, so many Zoom parties I went to in 2020. Mm-hmm. So crazy. I, I was at a few, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so she's she's getting ready. And, you know, this, this scene, I really like this scene. There was a couple of things about this scene, though, that um, you're right. This is where continuity came in. There was one where she gets fully dressed up in an outfit Mm-hmm. And then it cuts, and she's immediately back into the outfit, like her her undergarments, like yeah. uh, before. And I was like, "Oh wait!" But then she never wears that outfit, <laughs> so it was really weird. Because I was like, "Wait, I thought like what was with that outfit?" Because it was actually cool. She had a Jesus belt buckle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was so was rad. Like, I was like, yeah. "Oh, cool." I mean, I liked her final outfit, and it made sense once we find out that. So in the description, it says it's a solar flare, but this was very clearly for the end of the film. The fucking sun coming right at us. Yeah. Did it look like a flare? Just look like a flashlight coming towards you. Just, yeah. (laughs) I mean, again, you know, $5,000 budget. So I'm sure they did what they could. It's only a $5,000 budget. Okay. Only $5,000 budget. I forgive it then. Okay. I get it. It's probably just stock footage of the the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And they just zoomed in. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fine. I'm good with that. Yeah. Doing the weep, weep. Um, it's coming now. It's going away. It's coming. But but yeah, there's that. There, I I like the humor that's in this opening scene. Like she's afraid of the balloons popping when she blows them up, and of course they then all pop on her. And yeah. I'm like, in retrospect, for the end of the film, like the world's ending. If a balloon pops, no big deal. I think like I would be not as much as a dick, but I would be on Yellow's level. I would just be like, whatever. It's going to happen. There's nothing right. we can do. I'm still yeah. going to be polite to people. I'm like him, but uh, a lot of my um, fears and 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 like being reserved on certain things out the window. I'm like the totally. sun's coming. Who cares? Who cares? Like right? Like it's hurtling towards me. Like what am I gonna uh, like? I don't know. Like yeah, I feel like those sort of like yeah inhibitions would go away. Inhibitions, you know, to yeah. A degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To a degree, but I mean, like, uh, whereas, um, uh, uh, what's his name there? Green? Green, no. yeah. Uh, yep. The the other guy, though. Um, I Yellow? Forgot what they, I don't want to call him KKK, but the one green. that they He's, kept referring to. Isn't he green? I think the girl is green. The other, the one with the lip gloss and the YouTuber. She's, she's green, yellow. He is the, the South Carolina guy. South Carolina um, guy. Unfortunately... They list him by his name in the movie, in the IMDb. Oh, they don't split it? Because uh, I was just going to look at Okay, never mind. Yeah. Oh, I guess he's blue. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, because blue, red, yellow, green. Yeah, because green is um, the YouTuber with the lip gloss. Yellow right. is that guy. <laughs> blue is... Um, Tennessee. Or is to, is Not Tennessee. South, uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yep. And then red is the, the girl from Venezuela. <laughs> Yeah. She's wearing the red dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so those are our, our cast of characters. Uh, and so the, the, host. the host is literally host. Yeah. She's just, yeah, the host. Yep. Mm-hmm. Host. Um, uh, so this is great. So, uh, so, you know, uh, you know, as Casey said, like she's getting everything ready and she's, she's decorating these, uh, paper crowns <laughs> with like putting glitter on them and stuff. Like I, you know, the thing is, is like, she's doing all this knowing that the world is going to end in a couple of hours and like. I would never even go to that length for a party that was like even half of as important with way more prep time. I still would never go to that length. I, like I'm just I'm not that kind of person. No, me neither. I would be like, oh, here's a crown. Um, it's yeah. I'm not going to paint the glitter on it. That <laughs> clearly falls on everybody once they put it on. Like, it's all over their faces. Good job stuff. with that yeah. glitter. Yep. Well, I think that's also, uh, I think that was also another fun, subtle thing is everybody kept, you know, like you see people visibly sweating. That was a nice continuity that they got sweatier and sweatier as they went along. There was some really good continuity in the movie and like me just being a nitpick about it. Sure. Like, like yellow takes his sweatshirt off, makes a comment that it's getting hot. And then there's a establishing wide shot of all of them in the room, and he's got a sweatshirt back on. And he and wears goes, it for the rest of the film. <laughs> and then it goes off again, and then he wears it back yeah. on. I'm like, oh, jeez, come yeah. on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, and the cups. There was a lot of thing with the cups where people oh, gosh. Like, had cups, didn't have cups, and no, you can't have two, and then he has two, and it, it was weird. Uh, but I mean, trivial. Like, if this was a million, if this was a two million dollar film, I would have been like, guys, come on. And if if this wasn't the director's first 
a major feature film, I would be a little harsher on it. Totally. I'm, I'm just pointing it out. Totally forgive it. Can't <laughs> right. wait to see what she does next. I really yeah. thought, like, when they started telling their stories, their little, like, backstories when they're playing King's Cup, and it yeah. became, like, a theatrical moment in the movie, the theater nerd in me sat right up. I'm like, oh, hello. There's, uh, hello, there's, where, there's theater lighting. There's cheap uh, backgrounds. I'm I am here for this. This is oh, great. Yeah. yeah, blues blues was the I think my favorite. Um, yeah. Not only story, but the way his happened was probably my favorite one uh, of all of them. Oh, I also really liked uh, Greens though, the bathtub story. Uh, yeah, with the oatmeal. One. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. I thought that was cool. That I think that also really goes to show how well how good of a writer Savannah is, mm-hmm. um, because like those stories. Although they were very trivial, when you put them, like when you drop them in this bigger picture, you're like, holy shit, like that is, like that is like thinking about like this is the moment they're thinking of moments before death. Like this is the thing that that hits them above anything else. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, I think the one that was the most obvious was Yellows. Like, of course, he had a shitty childhood, Yeah. you know? Kind of like paint by numbers bully here. <laughs> right, it was pretty, yeah. But I mean, you know, is the character he plays, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so she's getting everything ready, you know, and we we finally see, you know, most things settle, and she gets a knock at the door. She heads down, and our very first guest is Blue. Yeah. Um. So, and this is the moment where we kind of learn, you know, the first thing he says is like, "Hi, is this the the thing?" And he holds up the flyer, and she goes, "Yeah," and she grabs the flyer from him, mm-hmm. um, and he was like don't you want to know my name? And she goes, no, it doesn't matter. And he's <laughs> right. like, okay. <laughs> it doesn't, okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, and I think that's interesting. I love that. So, you know, he's the first to be there. So she, you know, heads down to the basement and she's grabbing more, like she's still kind of getting things ready. He heads down there with her. And he, of course, you know, he's the type of character that he is. He just starts asking a bunch of questions like, "Yeah, do you need help with this? What are you doing? Like, why did you decide to do this? She's just not answering him at all mm-hmm. um, and just grabbing things. And then she walks upstairs and shuts the lights off on him. And he's like, oh, uh, all right, I guess I'll come upstairs. <laughs> well, I love that it ends with her being like, this is not about finding out who we are. Just have a good time tonight. Like, yeah. I, that's a double-edged sword. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> like, part of having fun for me at a party is getting to know someone I don't know. Like, yeah, getting to talk to someone new and exciting, um, especially in a small, like, this is the perfect party for, for Casey. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Any more, more than 10 people, and my social anxiety level goes through the roof. I'm like, well, there's so many people I need to talk to everybody, and I'm not gonna have time. And oh, yeah. god, and I just and explode. That's, that's also the actor in you of like, but I, I have to perform, mm-hmm. I have to make sure now. everybody gets to know yeah. me. Yeah, 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 totally. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I get that feeling. So uh, when I it was like only five people, I was like, oh, oh this, this is, is good. the best. <laughs> yeah, um. So Blue, you know, finally gets up and, you know, as he gets upstairs and she's like, okay. Uh, And then just as they get back upstairs, uh, we get another knock on the door and in comes Red. Mm -hmm. Um, And Red uh, is so named because she is wearing a a red dress. Yeah. Um, And so she was like, hello, hi. And she was like, I need to see the flyer. You know, Red shows her the flyer. She's like, great. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to sit you here. And she's like placing people yeah. at the party, which I thought was really, I, you know, it. we'll get to this towards the end as well. But I love that like everybody has their own reasons for why they showed up to the party. Uh-huh. But the host really like she threw this party for her specifically. Like this was like her therapy moment. Yeah. For how she was coping with the end of the world. And she wanted it. Like she was very adamant about it going a very specific way. And like she pushes that too. Yeah. She's almost like, she's like, hey, it's nice and easy and it's going to be fun and don't think too much about stuff. But everyone has to be in a specific spot and we need to do these specific things. It really showed like the mental break that the character was going through. But she never, well, I guess she does when she tells her story. She completes that break. But. Uh, she's like on the verge of it the whole movie. It's it's yeah. really intense, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, because that's the thing is like she is very much more concerned with the party than she is the end of the world, where everyone <laughs> else is like, you know, looking out the window or like referencing something out the window. I love I, I love that. 
Yeah, like there's gunfire that happens and everyone's yeah. kind of looking around and she's like, so uh, let's keep playing cards. And it's not like a distraction from the gunfire. She does, it feels like she doesn't even hear it. She's so right. focused on these four people that are in her house with her that she's like, nothing else matters. It's just these people. I'm hosting this party. I'm hosting a party and it needs to go great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. I mean, well, I feel that. I mean, I'm not that type of person, but I feel that. I felt it. <laughs> like, I feel her emotion. But I very much would be like, we should probably stop the party and see what's happening. <laughs> like, there is all sorts of calamity outside. Phones are going off, like, nonstop. And When the baby cried, that was the moment where I was like, can someone... Can is, someone go check on that baby, this, please? This oh, outside? my God. Yeah, like the car and the gunfire, the baby. And I'm like, oh, God, that's so stressful. But I love that it gets progressively worse and worse as the film goes on. Anyway, so yeah. so shortly after uh, uh, Red shows up, Green, or no, uh, Yellow shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Yellow comes in. Yellow is, uh, he is this very uh loud uh type of character he he's of mixed race it's it's a point that you know brings up in the story we learn later in the story is a point of his character right um and he uh you know he's like he's that guy that shows up to a party and is like all right motherfuckers let's go like what are these assholes doing right here like they immediately like zero like they try to do everything they can to instigate anything just to make things happen right and at at the beginning again like i said before i was like this guy's gonna be the 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 comic relief of the movie he's gonna be so great and then you know 10 minutes into him being on screen i was like you can you can stop talking (laughs) it's good any minute yeah anytime (laughs) i you know and again i think uh and it's interesting um so shortly after that green shows up Mm -hmm. um and green is the last of the group um and shortly after this happens Yellow tells a story, and this is, again, had you never uh, read the description of this movie, like, if I just started playing this movie for you, and you never knew what the plot of this movie was about, and then Yellow tells the story about the Mayan people, how every 52 years they sacrifice somebody, I was like, they're going to fucking sacrifice this guy. I really thought that's what was going to happen. I was, like, kind of waiting to see, like, the host was like, yeah, I know, I'm about to fucking (laughs) kill you, like, and I was like... (laughs) oh, shit, is this going to get really weird? Like, I'm down, but... Shit. Like, when she was like, oh, but we don't have any obsidian. And I was just waiting for her to, like, pull it out from behind her back. I'm like, ah... Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was It was really weird. I, it was a cool story. So, like, that's kind of our first introduction as to knowing that the world is ending. Yeah. Um, but we get a little, like, you know, like, uh, Green, as an example, uh, we learn later on is that she actually reported... She's like a... Uh, YouTube social media type person where I, she uh, uh, she kind of describes herself as one of those people that does like um, funny news updates that kind of thing like you see on TikTok yeah like under the desk news and those sort of people um, which by the way under uh, under the desk news have you seen uh, them on TikTok or at all I'm uh, not on TikTok. So, they, uh, um, uh, so she actually lives in Rochester and oh. she works for New York Times, but basically she sits under her desk <laughs> and she reads like, like brief nudes, like brief news stories, um, That's about hilarious. the things, but it's all just like quick bites of like, here's what happened today. Joe Biden said this, the uh, Russia did this, China did this, you know, here's this, you know, cool, fun story. Um, and every Friday she wears, um, like banana pajamas and she tells like a cute, like a fluff story, like a feel good story. That's yeah, nice. it's really fun. But yeah, but she's out of, uh, um, she's out of, uh, Rochester and so is Noodle, uh, the pug, the no bones day, bones or no bones. Um, I don't know if you heard, but that was like a huge thing where it was Bones or No Bones Day. Wait a minute. He's out of Rochester? I know Noodle's the pug. That's out of Rochester, too. Yeah. Oh, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's a good pug. That's a good pug. Good old Noodle. Uh, Anyway, so so she actually even says like, oh, yeah, it's funny. I reported on this like forever ago. Mm -hmm. I was talking about the story about this potential for this solar flare. She's like, and nobody cared back when I read the story. She's like, so it's funny now that you know, this is it. And she's like, and now I'm still not sure if it means, if it actually means the end of the world. I thought that when she said that, too. I was like, Oh God. Yeah. I was like, I, Oh God, not one of these, but, but they didn't play it up in a, in like a conspiratorial way. I think, I think for her, it was more of a denial type thing, which, 100%. which she I was, could totally jive yeah. with. Yeah. She was totally in, in denial. I mean, yeah. we, we don't have the full, what is the, 
Oh, the five stages of grief. We don't have uh, all of that. I mean, she would be denial. Yeah. I guess uh, blue would be. Except uh, no, I, I'd say the host is acceptance. Uh, yeah. She's definitely just like, whatever we're, yeah, uh, we're doing it. Like just have a party. Uh, yeah. You know, oddly now that we're talking about it, yellow is bargaining. I feel like, cause he's, he's doing everything he can. He want, I think he was pushing everybody's buttons he yeah. wanted someone to take him out. I think I, he was starting fights to try and get someone to create violence against him so he didn't have to you know, do what, he, what, yeah. what he's going to do in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yellow, uh, red. Uh, yeah. What is it like? Grievance, anger, um, uh, denial, so anger, denial, acceptance, mm-hmm. bargaining, I, I, bargaining. I don't know what the... I'd say uh, probably Blue is bargaining because he's got the the girl in Germany. Oh, yeah. Um, which, by the way, did you caught what her name is? No. Savannah. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's Savannah. I was like... Because when I saw that, I was like, Savannah, wait, why does that feel like that's a name I should... I was like, all right... <laughs> I don't know if this is like self-indulgence or if this is just like an like an inside joke. Maybe they were together or something. Maybe they're dating, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like... Mm. I tried to do some research <laughs> on some of the actors in this movie, and it is like... Nothing. Good, like, good luck. It is yeah. nothing. Yep. Yeah. The only person that has a profile on IMDb is... Uh, the director because she she has done a couple of other things right um all shorts but yeah she's because she's done a couple of things and red looked super familiar and it was driving me nuts she looks like someone i've seen in other things but it's not this person she just has yeah. that face yeah i i uh i looked at um the stuff she had done and she's she's only ever acted in uh in one thing and it's this um <laughs> but she's been an art pa wardrobe uh so like she was like literally pulled out off of the street, basically. They'd be like, "Hey, you work on movies. You want to be in front of the camera?" And they were like, "No." And then <laughs> she did, and she was great. I mean, they all are pretty good. Like, I didn't think anyone was a bad actor. No, everybody means. was so perfect in what Savannah wanted them to be as a character, yeah. including her her own character. For her to be able to direct and feel so natural in front of the camera, like she'd been doing it forever. I, I had I not known this was her first uh like feature, mm-hmm. I would assume she had done a bunch. Yeah. Um, because like she, this is really good. This is a really good film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I very much this this redeems uh never heard of it podcast for spaghetti man. I'm yes. saying it now. <laughs> yes, we did it. Finally. <laughs> so when Spaghetti Man 2 comes out, we could just start the cycle all over again. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> So as as the 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 night progresses um you know the host is doing everything she can to get it so that people are just doing what you would normally do at a party you pl- you play games you're drinking you're having fun you're you're doing fun you know uh like games just games she just wants people to be having a good time she doesn't want these sort of deep um, like dives into your psychosis. She doesn't want to know your name. She doesn't want to know your background. And in fact, even after the first story is told, uh, who is um, blue, uh, mm-hmm. she, you could even see that she is like, like she has a look of like annoyance on her face where she's like, Ugh, yeah, okay, fine. You know? So like, uh, I think it's really, I think that's really interesting. And, and eventually, even when she gets to her own, she's like, fine. This is my story. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, this is the, you know, she's like, this is it. I give up. I give in. Here it is, you know? I can't remember. Do they see the solar flare and then she tells her story? I think they they go outside. So in the end, yeah, uh, she goes outside. Blue, I forgot who goes out first, but Blue and her go outside. They sit down. And uh, and then she, I think they're just like looking at the sky. And then she's like, I'm going to tell my story. And then the the big the the sun flies to their face and that's yeah. the end of the movie. I'm calling yeah. it the solar flare because that's what it said, but it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's the damn sun. It's the day somebody just threw the sun softball style at their face. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, it works. Yeah. Um yeah. So so as the movie progresses, you know, everybody eventually just starts like having their moments. Mm-hmm. Um and surprisingly, I I'll be honest, uh I did not expect yellow to crack first. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't either, but when he did, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. You were the, He was the most volatile of the group. Yeah. Like, it, it was like either going to be him off. or Blue. Yeah, that he was just off kilter the mm. whole time. And Jeez. that, yeah. So, you know, one of the annoying part, and, uh, you know, we were, uh, we had mentioned this before, how Blue was being referred to as KKK. Mm. You know, one of the things that Yellow did right off the bat was he was asking people where they were from, uh, which is where we learned that Red is from Venezuela, mm -hmm. um, and that uh, Blue says that he is from South Carolina, and he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, are you uh, are you in the KKK? And he's like, I'm personally not in the KKK. And he's like, oh, so you know people in the KKK? He's like, I personally don't know anybody in the KKK. And he's like, oh, have you ever seen the Edward before? Of course, he says it. Yeah. Um, you know, and and uh, Blue is like, no, I've never said. He's like, not even once. He's like, not even once. You never even said. He's like, no, no, I I haven't. He's like, it's it's never come up. And it's you know, you I love that. See it's never come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I thought was great. And you can see like. I feel like uh, Yellow would be the type of person to be like, you could just say it, just say it right now. Like, it's fine, just say it right now. You know, like try to get someone to be like, okay, fine, I'll say it. And then they say it and he's like, wow, I can't believe you fucking said that, you know? Right. Like, uh, but it's just that personality. It's it's not necessarily that, like he's the type of person that would f basically push you to do a thing you were uncomfortable with and then call you out for doing it. Yeah, I was waiting for that moment of him yeah. to get him to say it. And I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't go that route. Oh, I'm super it, glad they didn't. Just because it would have been so cliched. You know, it, it at that point in the film, we still didn't know that Yellow was our antagonist, if we're going right. with that. He was just like kind of, he was just kind of busting his balls, it felt like. Yeah. It wasn't actually that he was trying to get him to say it. To instigate a fight, to I'm 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 going with this theory, and until we get to talk to the director, this is how it is. But I feel like that was Yellow's purpose. I'm going to start a fight that ends in violence, that ends with me being killed because I'm too scared to do what I need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what I need to air quotes need to do. Right. Um, yeah, you know, and I, I, I am also really glad they didn't because I felt like that would have been an, an added conflict that would have taken away from what the actual, uh, the irony of yellow being the antagonist when the yellow <laughs> sun is the antagonist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, the I'm blue, sure that's just coincidence. The blue or, no, I don't, I, I bet you there's some reasoning behind him wearing yellow and him pushing blue because blue, the earth, you know. Right, yeah. I'm sure there's, there's a lot of symbolism that I would love to see some sort of her, the director, not somebody else on YouTube being like, it's explained. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Because every time that <laughs> happens, like, go, go explained in five minutes. <laughs> and most of the time, like, yeah, you, you missed some stuff. You missed the point of some stuff, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, this is very much in, in your world, but, uh, I feel like a lot of times I'll watch like deep dive into like Marvel things, <laughs> especially like end game theories. And they're like, well, I bet you it's because blah. And I'm like, that is, a fucking reach like they very distinctly say like hey i did that because of this and you're like yeah but i think it's because so in iron man one in the background oh there's God. a green poster and that we see <laughs> and i'm like all right like i think i think the, i think the worst one is for uh what, and we've already done the movie, so no spoilers for for our side. In Age of Ultron, when they're all trying to lift Thor's hammer, and yeah. this comes from the Russos themselves, they're like, "Oh no, Cap could lift it." Oh no, it's I'm sorry, it's from Human Garbage Pile that is Joss Whedon. Sure, <laughs> he says, um, "Oh no, Cap could lift it, but he just didn't want to hurt uh, Thor's feelings." I was like, "Fuck you, that's yeah. not why he wasn't worthy yet. He wasn't worthy yet. He right. was close, he but he wasn't there yet. He had to go through all of the Civil War and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff to like build his. Yeah. Hey, and guess what? That's more interesting than he didn't want to hurt his friend's feelings. Yeah. Shut right. up, Joss He Whedon. needed to grow a beard and shave it off before. <laughs> so sad when he shaved that beard. I know. I know that when he. I'm like, no. What did you do? I mean, Thor complimented you on your beard, and then you just. <laughs> So you've copied my beard. I noticed you've copied my beard. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, anyways, go check out the Superbot Hero Cast. Great. Please. Uh, yeah, please. Um, 
yeah, so so I'm glad I'm glad that 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 didn't end up being being a thing because Same. again it would have taken away. So everybody has their own little story. So you know one of the things uh, you know Yellow brings up is that Blue is wearing a necklace that says a name, and he's like, "Oh, what's the name on your thing?" And he's like, "Oh, it says Savannah." And so this is where we get the moment where Blue eventually tells the story of Savannah. Now I I don't exactly remember all the specific details, but basically like he met a girl fell in love, they had this thing, but then there was just like a moment where he was like, this isn't it, and he kind of went away, but he still had that like longing for her. I didn't fully understand, because it sounded like, it. he sounded like he said that he left her, yeah. but like he's still kind of holding on to that, but I couldn't, I couldn't exactly understand why, or maybe well, I'm just not remembering exactly why. It felt really weird, because it felt like he was telling two stories at once, at one totally. point, because all of a sudden he's on a, He's on the Santa Barbara boardwalk. Is that where he? Yeah. And then he like goes out to some rocks, and I I got lost for a second. I was like, wait, what happened? What? Where's yeah. the German girl that you were? That's what I was like. Yeah, what's the where the German girl? But I think <laughs> the idea of the story is that like he was into it, and then like he kind of ran away from it because it was hard or whatever. Yeah. But then he's kind of holding on to the idea of Savannah. So he, you know, he even says, which I I wish they yellow brings it up, you know, or somebody brings it up, says like, oh, so you you know, oh, the host actually says it. She's like you know, maybe he's just, he's like, well, why are you still wearing it if you haven't talked to this girl in months? Like, why aren't you yeah. with her right now? And the host says, like, maybe he wore it because it's comfort. You know, he's used to wearing it. Sure. Um, and I think that's really interesting. And he eventually basically says, like, yeah, I feel weird not wearing it. Um, and I wish they would have kind of, like, said, like, yeah, like, shook hands on that, like, you were right. There you go. There, yeah. We did it, old boy. You and know, it, like, but. It, it's the same thing, like, when when a spouse loses another spouse, they'll keep the wedding band on for a while because they're just yeah. like, I'm so used to wearing it. They felt, like, yeah. very much that feeling of, I wore this for so long. Uh, did we ever know how long they're, they've been together? Uh, I think they said they were together for at least a year or so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was it wasn't a long time, but it was recent because it he even recent. says like we only just split up a couple of months ago, and I yeah. haven't spoke to her since. But like, I guess they split up, and then the news of the world, and, and that's when he he called her and was like, "Hey, I'm going to come to Germany." And I, I, you learn everything you need to know about that relationship by him saying, "I'm going to come to Germany," and she and he says, and she laughed and said, "Okay, fine, come." Like, and I feel <laughs> that laugh was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, come All to right. Germany." Whatever. Never uh, going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And of course he doesn't. And he no, never even calls to tell her he's not actually coming. Oh, um, and uh, and the other thing is, is he he isn't even supposed to be wherever this is set. Um, right. He, he was ran driving out of gas. To see, yeah. He was driving to see his parents, ran out of oh. gas, and there's nothing left. And so he ended up just kind of like stranded, saw the flyer, and was like, fuck it. Let's, let's go to this party, I guess. I also so. love the the solar flare, the sun, whatever it is, the science behind, well, if there's a giant solar flare, even a normal one that's not going to hurt us, it messes with cellular signal. So yeah. the fact that it, you know, no one, you can't get in touch with people that you aren't physically with yep. is a, a, such a nice layer of, ah, fuck. <laughs> like, right. I can't even yeah. call, I can't even call Savannah now. Like To be like, hi, I'm stuck you yeah. know, here, obviously. Like, yeah. like, it felt like cowardice at first to not call her, but then he probably gained the courage, called and got that uh, no signal sound that yep. you get on your cell phone. I was like, oh, well. He even said with his parents, he's like, I haven't heard from my parents. He's like, I was on my way down, but I like, I, I can't even get a hold of them anymore. You know, so uh, he's like, so I, I don't know. Uh, crazy. Yeah. And then, uh, so that's Blue's story. Uh, then we hear Red's story where um, hers is also heartbreaking, oh. um, more so heartbreaking. I think I think of everybody's story, hers to me was like one of the most heartbreaking um, yellows. I, I mean, yellows, I do feel bad for him. I do. He was a shitty person, but I do feel bad for like sure. everything he went through. I sure. totally like, I feel bad and I wish somebody would have been there for him. And I hear, you know, same thing with Red's story, but like Red wasn't a shitty person. So right. I <laughs> feel better about it. I mean, I was surprised you know. at the ending because she's like, I'm trying to, you know, she gets separated from her parents because of the war in Venezuela and they go to the bathroom in the airport, she and her brother, and she can't find her brother and can't find her. And in my head, I'm like, oh, God, the, the brother's been ki kidnapped by the military, yep. child abduction, something. That's I was really surprised when they when they reunited at the end of the story. Yeah. I was like, oh, 
oh, that's not where I expected this to go. Like, I expected it to be like, and I never saw him again. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I, I thought it was going to go very, very dark where it was like, uh, you know, we were sold off to traffickers. Like Jesus, I thought it was yeah. going to be like, like really, I was going to be like, Oh shit. Like this is really intense, but that is not what happened. It was just, it was just hard. Like she just had a really hard time immigrating to the U S and, mm -hmm. uh, emigrating to the U S I should say. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, um, Rough, rough story. But I mean, unfortunately, I mean, the other thing too is like, that's a very common, like her story isn't like, oh, it was just made up for the movie. Like that is a very common story. I'm sure it happens a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. God, it's I so mean, rough. Way more than it should. Yes. Um, and, you know, so she has her whole story of like, you know, this is my family and but I'm here to try to like make a better life because, you know, they couldn't give that to me. Yeah. So that's like her story. And then yellow story. We hear that basically his uh, white mom um, was uh, a very, uh, as he says, sex, drugs and rock and roll uh, woman yep. uh, ends up uh, getting, you know, uh, a random encounter, a one night stand uh, with with a black guy family doesn't want anything you know she has uh, this has happened to her before she's been giving up all her kids for adoption because she doesn't want kids but keeps getting pregnant Oof. and so he just keeps getting passed among all of the other family members who are you know basically don't want him mm -hmm. uh, for one reason or another whether it's because he's difficult because he's mixed you know and then he eventually ends up with his grandmother who did the best she could but uh, didn't didn't last long enough, uh, I guess, to really see that out. So I mean, he he had a very hard life. I mean, I'll give it to him that, you know, he very much did have a very rough life. Yeah. Um, and that probably explains his personality. But but fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I I felt I felt no sympathy for him when he yeah. was telling the story. I was like, this doesn't. The you know, you have a shitty uh, childhood. I'm sorry. That sucks. Right. You don't get to uh, uh, be a dick and not have any consequences guard for the rest of your life. Right. Especially with all these people that are just trying to have a good, like nobody is mean to him off the bat. Like no. he starts everything right off the bat. And even Blue still it ends up being somewhat polite to him. Right. You know, they're, they're playing the game and he was like, how about you don't talk anymore? Ha ha ha. He's like, you know, we're just playing a game. Mm -hmm. And I think that was funny. And I'm like, I'm like, he he's being so polite to this guy and this guy is just giving him shit back. Yeah. Yeah, so, Totally. Did you notice when he's telling that story and he's sitting at the table with the, the doily, you know, things and stuff like it, clearly it's like his grandmother's house. Did you notice the gun on the counter? <laughs> yes. It's, it is quite literally Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's yellow Chekhov's gun. <laughs> so as he's telling the story, we see that there is a, uh, a gun on the table. They don't like it never like you know, camera focuses on it, but you can, it's clearly a gun on the table. Cause mm -hmm. when I first saw it, I was like, gun, is that a gun? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, a gun. Oh God. The is the grandmother going to offer herself? Well, oh, that's, that's what I thought. I was like, is this party? Cause everything else is very part of the story. Yeah. Um, and, and so eventually, you know, yellow has this moment where he goes off. And, uh, one of the things that keeps happening, uh, later in the film is their phones keep going off with the emergency alert system. So like, it's like, rah, 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 you know, like, please stay indoors, like blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love um, that. We couldn't read what it was. We got everything we needed to know about what was being said, except for one of them. We could kind of read something. Oh no, it was over the radio. We could hear that cellular we signals. Hear, yeah. It's the, the one outside. Yep. But all the ones on their phones, we can't read. It's all up to the actors' faces to show us. We just got some really, really bad news. Like, hey, yeah. it's still coming. We are not wrong. We're all going like, to die. Th this is happening. Yeah. I expected one of the texts was just a, a like the screaming gif, just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That would be the, that would be how the world ends. Is they the government would send us a meme? <laughs> <laughs> well, previous administration, maybe not this one. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not this one. Uh, future administrations, maybe. Mm. Um, and so at this point, uh, um, you know, he he goes off. And he's like, "Oh, can we turn off the fucking phones?" And we see that he had gone into the uh, kitchen to kind of like you know fuck around, grab another drink. And he drills through his own phone, smashes it up, Whoa. and eventually he goes back. He he kind of blows up on everyone, and he's like, I "I'm fucking out of here." And he goes upstairs, and the party, you know, kind of, you know, they're just having their little small talk, and then bam, we hear the gunshot, and they're all like, 
this time you clearly know the gunshot happened inside the house. <laughs> right. And they all go running upstairs, and there is Yellow laying in the bathtub, uh, ha- having shot himself in the face. And now, that is our first down. I kind of wish we hadn't seen him. I liked just seeing his foot in the tub and all that stuff. Like, I understood, I think, the director ba- uh, painted herself into a corner because she wanted that shot of people walking by it. Yeah. That she needed to show it. But I curtain drawn a little bit. I just, I don't know. I, I'm the kind of person who... I can see heads get chopped off. I can see people shoot themselves in the face. And I'm like, that didn't happen. That actor, it's just not a snuff film I'm watching. Someone gets, you know, stabbed with a needle. Or if you don't see the violence, that's where my mind goes. Like, 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 even though I know also with needles, the needle goes inside. It doesn't go into the person. goes inside the tube. It's a trick. But still seeing that, I'm like, ah, it's a needle. It's going in the skin. Why (laughs) did they do that? Yep. (laughs) So so at first I was like, oh, wow, this is really getting me. But then seeing that like small splatter on the, of blood, I'm like, well, that's not how much blood would be there. There would be a lot more blood. Also, I mean, his face was perfect, and <laughs> still like there. I mean, it just I mean, it been was gone. a little gun, but also, yeah. come on now, it would be right. a lot of blood on that. But again, first film, low budget, micro budget, right? Uh, right. I, probably, probably didn't have a special ex, a special effects person to really like handle that as well. Yeah, right. Uh, but um, she does something fucked up. Uh, she takes a Polaroid of it. Did you notice oh, that? Oh, God. She took a Polaroid f- picture of it. Not only does she take a Polaroid picture of it, she takes it a Polaroid picture with the same uh, model camera that my daughter, the Bean, has. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't like that at all because oh. when she's laying her pictures out at the beginning, yeah. I recognize that specific type of Polaroid. I'm I, like, think, oh. I think my daughter has that, too. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that oh, same that's cool. So when she took the picture, I'm like, I didn't need that. Like, that's, <laughs> Nobody needs that in their head. Nobody, that's bad. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so at that point, you know, uh, you know, everybody is th- th- that's where the full tilt happens. Like, you know, he that was the the breaking point for everybody, um, and eventually, Red is like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here," and uh, she ends up leaving. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, this whole time, uh, Green is just having her own dance party. Yeah, she's just dancing. Yeah, they come downstairs and she's just dancing. And then she eventually just leaves too, right? She's like, well, I'm going to go. No, no. She goes upstairs and she shoots herself too. And she shoots herself too. That's right. I remember that. Just showing how close they are to the end of the world. Like they all react in shock when Yellow does it. When they hear the gun go off, uh, the host's reaction is just, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, that's about, yeah. (laughs) It's about what I expected her to do at that moment. Yeah. And then, yeah, and Red is fucked off at this moment, and now we get the uh, the story of the host, and the host explains her this one moment that she remembers, and it was uh, her favorite moment, I think. Yeah, was, right. It was it was a pretty cool story. I mean, it was very like she just did a bunch of drugs and jumped I love into that. a lake. <laughs> Yeah, we we dropped some Molly, okay, and and then my friend brought acid. Whoa, <laughs> I've never done either one of those drugs, but I don't think you're supposed to mix those two drugs. It's called candy flipping. Uh, oh, see, they said so in the movie. I missed that. Uh, yeah, she Listen, said it's called candy flipping. Apparently, I've never done any same. kind of hard drugs, so I don't know. <laughs> same, so I I don't know, but apparently they did they do these drugs. Like she's remembering this time of the story with her and her best friend. Mm-hmm. And they do these drugs, and they're and it's Fourth of July, and fireworks are going off, and she's like, "Yeah, we, you know, we couldn't feel anything yet, so eventually we just decided, hey, let's just jump in the water, like you know, jump in this lake or whatever they're at, and they're like, it'll be cool." And so they jump in the lake, and once they get in the water, they realize that it is the middle of the night, even though fireworks are going off, and they can't see shit. They yeah. start completely freaking the fuck out because they have done a bunch of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then she even says, like, and then, you know, once my head comes above water, I realize I am stone sober at this point, and I could see, you know, the the fireworks uh, display above my head. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And again, like, I think if you were to pull any one of these five stories out of the context of the apocalypse and just, like, played them for me, I would have been like, these are cool, but they feel very pretentious. Yeah. But in the context of this apocalypse thing, they are so like emotional feeling. I was just like, oh, fuck. So I I had a hot second because 
the picture that's on, so she puts all the pictures out on that coffee table, but yeah. one picture is left on her uh, refrigerator that Yellow sees. Yeah. That it looks like it's that best friend. It looks like it's from that same day, even. Yeah, which I it's think a, is, his name is Michael. That's oh, who it's supposed to be. Hey. He's the only, I know, because he's the only one who's credited with a name. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so for a hot second when they went out of the water, I'm like, oh, shit. Michael's going to drown. And I was like, wait, this right. is a happy memory. That would yeah. be really fucked up. My best friend drowned. It was a great day. Good time. Fourth of July. But yeah. for a hot second when they went under, it was all dark. And she's like, I yeah. couldn't see anything. I was like, rut row. I know where this story's going. Same. That's a, yeah. I thought yeah. this was going to be bad, but no one's story really has a bad, bad ending. They're just, some of them are just downers really. Yeah. Like yellow and reds are downers. Green Yellows is was, probably the most depressing. Like yeah. that nobody wanted him because of the color of his skin or right. that he was a difficult child. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That and was rough. Uh, yeah, Green's story was more of just like, here's this memory I have, which I thought was a really cool ending. She was she was saying, like, oh, it's the first memory I ever had. I was a two-year-old, which fuck right. no, it wasn't. Um, but <laughs> she's talking about being in the bathtub and uh, she had really sensitive skin, so she used to have a vino like oat baths. Um and that when like her mom wasn't looking, she would eat, you know, the oats. Uh, and she's a little kid. She, the, you know, my kid drank the bath water until she was like five. You so know? many, so many times. I, I so like, many stop times. Stop drinking the water. Like that is, I used to say it was like, that's juniper soup. You can't yeah, have that's, that. Yeah, that's like, literally <laughs> your soup. Please don't. Yeah, it's like you can't do that. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, so she, uh, you know, she's explaining like I was eating. And then she's like, and then my mom came back and brought me a popsicle. And she's like, you know, and then I had this moment of like, yeah, but I, I'm a baby and my baby brain told me you eat in the kitchen because everyone told me you eat in the kitchen. You sleep in the bedroom, you bathe in the bathroom. She's like, and then someone handed me a popsicle in the bathroom. And I had this moment of like, I can do whatever I want. I can literally like, if if it's the right thing for me, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to eat a popsicle in the tub. And I was like, I actually really like this like the the moral like the moral of the story like what she took out of that story yeah. and applied to her life i was like i actually like that that's kind of fun that and and that it wasn't the lesson that she was being taught right then it seemed like it was just the mom uh, trying to stop her from eating her yeah her soup gross yeah. her oatmeal <laughs> her oatmeal but that's the her as she says her baby brain just exploded with this like i can do whatever i want like fuck the rules <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so so it's the end of the movie. Um, you know, bl uh, Blue and the host are the only ones left. Yellow has shot himself. Red, ha uh, red has fucked off. Uh, who knows where? Green has gone off and, and shot herself. The host has told their story. Uh, and there's actually, the I would say, probably the only funny part of this movie is like uh, where Blue <laughs> at the end of the movie was like, I think we really could have been something. And she's like, no. <laughs> now <laughs> 100 percent. Like, but, but i've got you right now and i guess that'll do but i'm like god that's harsh but yeah it. oh is that what she says when she kisses him i missed yeah. that okay because she, she's cause, like well we have each other right now so i guess it'll do yeah <laughs> okay because uh, at first i was i i took it as the as the kylo ren uh ray kiss i was like this is unnecessary we don't need this kiss in the movie right but okay if she's just like well i guess you're the warmest body that's next to me right now so yeah. Might I, as well I, go I, out with a kiss. You know, it to me, like, even though it was very, it was like a, you know, like a sexy kiss, uh, I, I still feel like it was kind of the equivalent of like kissing someone on the cheek being like, hey, thanks, you know, yeah. like, thanks for doing it. Like, it didn't feel, it didn't feel like a, like a love kiss or a passionate kiss or like a, this is our last moments. It kind of felt like a, like it was, it was her way of kiss on the cheek, firm handshake, hug, mm -hmm. like, thanks. Thanks for every, you know, thanks for being here for me. Like, that's what it felt like. Totally agree. Totally was, agree. Yeah. yeah. It, um, did, it did not feel sexual at all. It was more of a, we're going to die. We're going to die. Let's like, yeah, a kiss, yeah. A kiss. Here's a kiss. Goodbye. Yeah. And I just, at first, and I, I didn't realize that she says you're here. So now I yep. have a different feeling, but in the movie, I really liked it. He was like, oh, man, we could have had something. And she's like, no, just no. slamming a door right in his face. <laughs> like, nope, that's not, I'm not, not getting that vibe here. Not really, my dude. <laughs> but thanks though. Yeah. Um, it was good. And then th this is, I, I would say we talked about this in the earlier. This would be the part I would, I would fix 
is in the very end, he says like, oh, by the way, my name is blah. And she's like, oh, my name is blah. Wow. Um, I, I would have cut that out completely. I would have yeah. never given the names. And it would have been a very easy cut because it's actually when they're heading outside in the dark. Yeah. It's so it's a super easy cut because it's mm-hmm. all VO. It's all like ADR. Yep. Snip, it's gone. Like it yep. wasn't in the movie. I yeah, I'm I'm right with you that when they said each other's names, I was like, man, we didn't need that. That ruined it. Yeah. I mean it, it didn't ruin it, but it was kind of like ugh, it cheapened the whole experience yep. a little bit. But I mean minor, minor thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Everything so, that I've personally pointed out uh, doesn't make me go yeah. don't watch this movie. <laughs> right. Like right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. So uh, this is normally the part where we talk about w- what would we do to rewrite the movie. Uh, that's honestly that is my only thing I would rewrite. That is it, and you know, spend a couple extra thousand bucks to get a continuity person. But that's yeah. so fucking nitpicky. Oh, on yeah, my, part. my rewrite would be give them like ten hundred times the budget. <laughs> I would say I would give them two million dollars to make this movie because I think the, um, like a two million dollar, which is like classic indie film. Yeah. Like good budget, I think she would do so. I I would give this woman if she was like, here's another idea. I want ten million dollars. Be like, great, here, great, here we go. Yeah, go. let's do. It. To like, the point where like it. when she's watching the fireworks, I'm like, wow, shit, these are really good fireworks. That must have been a ton of their budget. Not realizing it was only five thousand, <laughs> and it was and also then- stuck. <laughs> It was stock, yeah. It says stock fireworks. They I'm like, oh, of course like, they oh, were. Gotcha. Yep, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So that I mean, that's it. Just uh, would just give this this uh, thing more money and yeah. keep everything the same. Like every actor, the exact same. Just pay them more. Sure, hundred uh, percent. And the only thing would cut is is uh, the names at the end. Yeah, because um, they're irrelevant. Uh, so should you watch this movie? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. I was delightfully surprised by this. I, you know, honestly, this was, so the first two films that we chose, or I should, I should say all four films that we chose for this month, Don't Look Up, I knew was going to be good <laughs> um, because, I mean, it's Adam McKay. The cast was fantastic. I was like, this is going to be a fun movie regardless. And it was. I loved that movie. Sure. Asteroid was one of those ones where I was like, this is probably going to be bad, but it actually was kind of fun, but it, it. It, it could have learned a lot from this director because it, it was one of those films where it was like, you're almost there. Like you oh. were so close to like a really good absurdist movie, but you kind of didn't, you didn't push yourself far enough, yeah. but it was still fun. Like I, I, I didn't mind that movie. Okay. This movie was very much like, oh, this is either going to be like really weird, bad, like low budget crap. Or it's going to be like indie gem. This is an indie gem. Is, I think a lot of it, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change the title, but it's the yeah. title. Apocalypse yeah. A Go-Go, when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, God, no. Yeah. And the worst part is this, you know, this is available on Tubi, but it's also available on Amazon Prime, which is where I watched it. Same, yeah. And I'm, I typed in Apocalypse, and it's showing me, you know, Anna and the Apocalypse, yeah, you know, Apocalypse Now. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, why am I going by? Okay, fine, I'll watch this. <laughs> fine, I'll watch this I one. said I would yeah. do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the reason why it's called Apocalypse A Go-Go is because that is what the host calls the party on the flyer. It says Apocalypse A Go-Go on the flyer. I completely um, so missed that. that. Is, okay. Yeah, so that is go. why uh, it says that. So, uh, and yeah, I guess so, you know, seeking a friend for the end of the world was already taken. Was already taken. <laughs> you can't exactly. Yeah, which uh, by the way is also a great movie, and you should totally watch that movie. Yes, um, I, I was a very big fan of that movie. I think uh, that's one of those. Uh, Steve Carell is one of those actors where, like, when they do serious films, you're like, oh, right. Like you are actually pretty good at this. Like so good. And, like surprising. You know, like Dan in real life is another example of a Steve Carell uh, movie where I'm like, oh yeah. Like you're I will, actually pretty good at this. I will sing the praises of Dan in real life to the end of time. Oh, it's such a good movie. Because you know what yeah. it also makes me do? Like Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like, I, he's really good in it. There's a very I'll tell you after the fact, but there's a very sad story about Dane Cook. Uh, oh no, we are we talked about oh, it on we, Super we did Pro. talk about Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's my fun fact about Dan Cook. Yeah. I would also recommend, if you want a fun Kira Knightley apocalypse double feature, uh, mm-hmm. Silent Night just came out. I do want to watch that. Yeah. It's it's Kira Knightley. It's uh, the lady from Malignant. 
Um, oh, uh, I, I liked Malignant. I, I, I know I, a lot of people didn't, but it's <laughs> to me it was a it was a cheesy monster movie. You know what? I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate that. It's the kid from Jojo Rabbit. It's actually I okay. think written and directed. It's definitely directed. I can't remember if she wrote it by his mom. Oh, okay. Which is some of the stuff he makes him do in the movie. I was like, really? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like your fucking son right there. <laughs> okay, kid. So now you're going to go baby. It's, but it's like, it's really, really good. And it's the same idea. You know, you got to go in knowing there's something terrible that's going to happen that's going to wipe out the plan. The, the difference is they're all, and this is all right in the, the blurb, so I'm not giving anything away. They're yeah. all going to kill themselves at the end of the night. They're going to take... Boy. They're going to go that way. So it's, it, if, if suicide is a trigger warning for you, maybe that's not the movie for <laughs> it's you. It's not the movie for you, but. But it's really well done. That's all right. Noted. That'll uh, add it to our, uh, and also check out. If you like, <laughs> also check out. Yes. <laughs> you could do a triple uh, feature. They're all pretty short. Uh, seeking yeah, a this friend. was like an hour 20 or something. Right? Yeah. Short. And yeah. seeking a friend, maybe two hours yeah. but uh silent night is like an hour and a half that's a night right there yeah triple feature it. boom yeah all right uh so there you have it guys so casey thank you very much for joining uh joining me i guess for this uh <laughs> caleb's here in spirit but thank you very much oh. for joining me as a guest host i appreciate it caleb's always here in spirit it's true it's true. and thank you for uh you know thinking of me to do this this is awesome yeah yeah, of course. Of course. We've got to share the love on Night Shift Radio. And so, Casey, if uh, people wanted to find you, where could they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter at NotRyanCasey, on Instagram at Not.RyanCasey. Son of a bitch, that dot. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Well, listen, my co-host, Todd, he's just TMP and SYR and fucking everything. I'm like, right. you magnificent bastard. I, you know, it's very frustrating. The Night Shift Radio uh, Twitter account has to be NSR Media because Night Shift Radio is already taken. But the person has never tweeted, never liked, never, never uh, retweeted, basically has no activity for like five years, never followed anyone, nothing. Five years, just parked on this account. He's just sitting on it? No, He's just wow. parked on the account. I've, I've a- messaged them multiple times, no response. I've messaged Twitter support to be like, Come on, it's supposed to be a year of inactivity that they're supposed to cycle it out. I was like, it's been five years. This person has never liked, commented, retweeted, nothing, followed anyone. They have no followers, like nothing. Like, just give us the account. And, yeah. you know, nobody has said anything otherwise. I'm like, well, maybe bitch. under new management, you'll get something done. Maybe once oh. Jack's gone. Yeah, once Jack's gone, someone will be like, release the account specifically for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> So uh, there it is, everyone. And guys, don't forget to check out uh, the Superpod Hero Cast and Where No Mom Has Gone Before, both of which you can find links to right from nightshiftradio.com or by searching that name wherever you get podcasts. It's super easy. You just search it and they just show up. That's how easy it is. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. Uh, so thanks a lot for listening, everyone. And we will see you next time. Bye. father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.